Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope she's here she's sarah i mean is there really one and only or are there others let's find out miss frasia the one the only david yontif and sarah frasier wait 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 before we get too far because we have so much to get to but you were were you down in florida for 90s con recently Listen, I you know, I still have to post honey, pictures honey. from the last 90s con. Um, I was all, do you know that I just literally went on a tour? After LA, I ended up, don't even ask. I had some business to attend to in Ohio. Then I went to DC. I have no idea how Sarah Fraser has lived in DC or any of those Potomac women. It's, it's not my city. No offense, guys. Oh, wait, I don't what like don't it. you like about it? Tell me, what don't you like about it? Uh, listen, it's obvious. DC is what to politics, what LA is to Hollywood. Well, yeah. we're in the business, baby. So as annoying as it is, like that's that's what I love about LA is that it's work, work, work. And I love just every coffee could lead to something. I'm not in politics, no interest. It's just politicians are so weird and they're so sexually repressed they're all like fighting for some cause and then you're all doing it's so corrupt it's more corrupt than hollywood so you're all doing god knows what in every hotel room and i just yeah say it about lauren bobert you know to say that i mean when you're in la when you're in la you go out for that coffee and the person that brings it to you're like oh my god like you are just I just want to have sex with you for three hours. Everyone is so gorgeous. And DC, the people, and I hate talking about people's looks because I mean, you know. I'll say it. The people aren't overly attractive in DC. It's not like an overly attractive city. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you don't know. It's always been known for that. It's always been known for hideous fashion. The fashion's Uh, gotten better and the food has gotten better in the past 15 years. You know, I lived in DC. DC made me for 15 years. I loved it. You know, I was on the famous Kane show on iHeartRadio for years. It was such a great radio town, you know, because, and of course, we were wild and all these people on Capitol Hill would listen because, like you said, they're very repressed. You know, they're always out there, you know, oh, you know, marriage is between, uh, what's that saying? A man uh, and a woman, but a I'm sucking three dicks tonight. Sherry and Steve, not Adam, and, or it's between Adam and Neve, not Adam and Steve. You know, they're always out preaching. All the, and then, of course, they're sucking every guy's dick they can find. They you know, they're, they're all hypocrites. So they always used to listen to our show because we were very free. But it is it is a funny town. You have to. I loved it. I loved it for years, like once you got into it. But it's not Um, it. it people either love it or hate it. They really and the fashion is nothing compared to L.A. And no. L.A. is so stylish. You know, it's like. And to your point, you know, a lot of people in politics are not particularly good looking. So it's not a city that attracts. There are 
there are it's like a, women, it's, but it was just weird. But that's a really study. yeah, yeah, I know. Long I know. way to answer your question. Yes. Then I went to Tampa, Florida, and I went to 90s con. I saw my good friend Shannon Doherty again. Hey, how's she doing? Tell us, tell us. You know what it is? It's like, listen, the last time I saw her at the last 90s oh. con earlier this year, I went there and I'm just like, I don't want to like, I really feel well, look, she I feel how can I put this? I feel there's a lot of other people and I'm not going to mention any names that document. And I listen, I think it's very personal. It's like a death when you are diagnosed with something, how you handle it. I am not judging. I do feel Shannon is very authentic in that she, to me is one of the first that really is like, I'm going to share my journey with the world and like health. And I totally respect that. Shannon Doherty is literally like my word. Have I'm you ever working. Had her on I know, but I'm I'm oh. working my way up. Where I'm the next time I see her, which is later this year, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask because she knows me. Like now, I'm I, like I I love Shannon. I'm gonna be honest with you. All, all, everyone listening oh, to this yeah. worships housewives. I I will worship Madonna and Cher and Shannon Doherty. It's just that simple. And when um, Luke Perry died from 90210, oh my God, I couldn't even. But Shannon Doherty is amazing. I mean, she has metastatic breast cancer, terminal terminal and cancer, and now brain cancer brain cancer. She's been fighting it for years. I mean, she deserves so much credit. And what, you know, you think of these people, right? They, they were, she was, I want you to interview her. Cause I'm so curious, you know, you were on top of the world, you know, I mean, you, you were so famous back when like people, sitcom stars were really famous. I mean, she and Tori would go out in this town. Aaron Spelling loved her. She's the original bad girl before Luke. social media. Oh my God. And Mark Wahlberg would party with that. I mean, she was so, you know, you think you have it all, right? I wonder if she felt that way, like you have it all. And then you get this breast cancer diagnosis, right? Which is devastating. But you think, all right, I'm going to beat breast cancer. You do. Then, it, I mean, you know, I wonder then what it comes it back. be like. I mean, I give her credit for going there. Was she, how did she look? Did she look like she's- Well, her whole thing, okay. I mean, she's done interviews or not really interested on her. So she, her whole thing is like, you know, why? Why should I be sitting home in a bed? Like, I feel fine. So her whole thing is like, I want to give a a, a a face to the fact that just because you have a diagnosis, we're healthy. I'm healthy. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, you're not, you have this, but she's like, I'm living my life. And so listen, I admire her. And guess what, Sarah, everything you just said is everything I stand for as a person. I try to say this all the time. We, and someone actually slipped into my DMs and said, can you please, can you please repeat that? Yeah, I'll repeat it. We are alive now. So all the internet trolls will be blocked. I have no problems in life. Everyone listening to this right now, if you are healthy, you have no problems. If you are listening to this right now and you have serious health diagnosis, my heart goes out to you. You actually have a, a real life issue. Everyone else, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that your boyfriend and Tom and Ariana, I don't care, even though that's my business. In the real world, get over it. We're alive. Life is great. One day we will be dead and possibly before we're dead, we will have a diagnosis that is terminal and we will have many years of misery and then we will die. Yeah. Until those things happen, today is a beautiful gift from above. <sighs> well said, my friend. Well, well fucking People said. don't believe it. I really live my life like that. You cannot get to me. You cannot knock me off my pedestal. You, you can say the worst things about me. I don't care. It is such, it's all noise. It is called noise. It is, none of it matters. The avalanche could come down. It's all a bunch of chatter in the real world. It doesn't matter. You guys have to turn the dial today to being happy. You have to. It's a choice. Choose happiness. I love it. I know you really <sighs> do. Really do. <sighs> yes. Just, it's, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, yeah. She's, she's amazing. I can't wait to have you. And I was actually just reading, I think she's launching her own podcast, right? A charmed podcast in November. Uh, there know. is a charmed podcast is, I mean, oh. I don't know if that's hers. It's Brian Krause, but she might be launching one. Is she going to compete with my girl, Holly Marie, because Drew Fowler and Brian Krause and, and Holly Marie was there and Rose McGowan, the entire 90210 cast was there. All of them. Everybody was there. Our podcast guest, Jody Sweeten was there. Our podcast guest, Mario Lopez was there. Come on guys. Nineties con. He's um, speaking of okay. Ariana and Tom and Raquel, well, we never discussed a few weeks ago where Mr. Sandoval got blocked by Miss Levis. 
You know, I had issues with Carl the last episode about him speaking for Lindsay and his statement. I have a little bit of an issue with Tom being like, you know, hey, girl, happy birthday <laughs> on her on her Instagram. You were fucking her for a long time and she was fucking you and it takes two to tango. And then it just seems a little like if I want to wish you happy birthday, Sarah, I think I'm going to pick up the phone and call you or at least text you. I'm not going to go on your Instagram and say, hey, Sarah Fraser show. Happy birthday. I think it's a little weird. You're laughing. You're laughing. And of all, and of all is something else. Um, It's odd. <clears throat> it's odd. She blocked him. So she blocked him uh, no. after that. And then he did an interview and said, you know, I guess, you know, mommy and daddy didn't give her her allowance that week, you know, and she's upset and implying like she's a little girl and she's okay. You know, this is, this is, so oh, people are did? just, I saw yeah. him say, I thought he said, I hope she finds happiness and he did. it's what it is. And I thought he kind of put, look, he I did Sarah talking. until another interviewer said, oh. now, now you were blocked. And he said all that. And he said, then I guess he said in a different interview, yeah, I guess, you know, mommy didn't give her her allowance that week. And he said, yeah, I think it's a little immature of her to block me. So I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that my drink of choice is a Grey Goose Martini. Not a weak drink. One is never enough. Two is really the right amount. But I often have three. And I used to have days where I woke up, I was hungover. And that night when I went to bed, I was still hungover from the night before. It's so not worth it. Well, all of that is a thing of the past because I discovered Waterboy. Waterboy has saved and changed my life. It's a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There are other hydration packs on the market, but nothing came close to fighting this hangover like Waterboy. With zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover has no chance anymore. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added ingredients beyond just hydration to help with nausea, fatigue, and that anxiety. Oh my God, don't you guys get that anxiety when you have a hangover? Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with a hangover alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount when they use code VELVET at waterboy.com. That's 15% off with code VELVET at waterboy.com. Waterboy has got you recovered. I can't stress to you how obsessed I am with Quince. Quince has truly become my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. My favorite thing is their cashmere sweatsuit. I have matching top and bottom. It's this bright blue color and it's cashmere top and bottom and it costs a $150 for cashmere. They have European linen for under $50, silk skirts, Italian leather bags, and 14 karat gold jewelry 
starting at $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And it's stuff that won't go out of fashion season to season. They have women's, men's, baby, and they have home, blankets, towels, candles, rugs. Upgrade your closet this fall with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash velvetrobe to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvet rope for free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash velvet rope. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. Oh man, Tom. And I like it, Tom. We just did a great... Great review of Tom Sandoval and the yes. extras. We love the drummer. We love the drummer from that. We love all the band members. Do you know what the thing about the most extras is? Which is, this is the true of a lot of bands. It's, I don't think you get hired for looks, but the way that they look on stage, right? Like he has, you know, it's, it's very Tom. It's very Tom. You have, you know... You have it's just it's very Tom. You have the girl and the guys, and it's like a little androgyny in some of the guys. And I just it's the look of the band. Five it's five stars. Five it's stars great, for Tom Sandoval and the most extras. It's a great show. But we, um, we gotta be honest, right? With his behavior. A little yeah. off. That seemed a little douchey. It did. It seemed off. It seemed a little douchey. You know, to me, I think Tom's over it. And I think Tom's kind of making a whole I think Tom's like embracing it, over it. He's moved on. And I don't think it means much to Tom. Like, I think he loves the attention. We've all kind of, and, and you know, I mean, do what you want to her. I think it's so much more personal, don't you? I mean, just even that Bethany interview. I mean, it's just, you know, like I said, to me, the biggest mistake she's made is not coming back to the show. I mean, come back, own it, you know, lean in. But I think it's clear she's not that person, whether it's her mental health or, She's young. You know, she just can't do that. So you have to you have to do what's best for you always. But um, you have to do what's best for you. I don't understand that. I have a heart of stone. I would have been like, I'm (laughs) cashing in on this. But the one person, right, like you feel for. Well, you know what the thing is also about Tom and and, and, and Erica Jane and everyone. I've been there. When you go through something and it's like people are coming at you, coming at you. Erica Jane is a scumbag. She knew. Do, 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 do. And Tom Sandoval, too. Think about Erica's life now. Think about Tom's life now. They're out the other side. Oh, yeah, you all hate Tom. I get it. I get that you all hate Erica. The massiveness of it, they're out the other side. So, like, when, 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 like, the world comes for you or social media comes for you as a human being, as long as you're taking a breath, you're still standing. So when you are still standing and the days of hell start to dissipate and get a little better, I think to your point, Tom is like, I mean, what else you guys got? Cause like it ain't oh, as bad totally. as it was. So now I'm going to feel a little cocky and I don't blame him. I would be the same way when everyone's this and that. And you're like, well, that's over. I mean, okay, so what's next? So, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Erica. Yeah, her tickets and Sutton took a strike at her. The tickets are selling for a dollar, even though that's not true. And then you're still like, okay, Erica still feels probably like life is great, guys. Like, I, do you remember what I went through? I yeah. think Tom is probably like, yeah, I'm now going to speak out a bit against this woman because like, I'm sick of it all. I held my breath for how long and I'm sick of all of you and I'll say whatever the fuck I want. I also agree. I think he loves it. Yes. I think, yeah, he's he loves it. I don't think he cares. Although, I don't know. You know, you hear mixed things, right? Tyler Cameron from um, Bachelor, you know, he says Tom 
really has a good heart. TMZ caught up with him because they're both on special forces together, right? He says both Tom us? is a good heart. Yeah, and, you know, and you and I have met Tom. We like him. We like the guy. Oh, I mean, yeah, I look, would I feel different if I hung out with him all the time? Probably. I mean, you know, and again, like we said, I mean, I don't know with Ariana, it's, it's, it's such a weird relationship and show. And, um, I don't know, everybody on that show's cheated on everyone. So it's like, it's just par for the course for Vanderpump, but. And now you see him, he's holding hands with Lika Osipova. That's her name. That girl Tom is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is this is a romance? Is this his new girlfriend? I don't know. I'd like to know. You know, you say that I asked Tom when we saw him about Vanderpump. The next time we go to a show, I want to ask about this Lika. Are you dating her or not, guy? I need to know. I need to know some facts. I love it. Yes, let's ask him. So, but yeah, you know what? Good at deflecting. They had a they had a little back and forth. Um, can I say something? This is from weeks ago, but we never talked about it. Tell me. I have to say, in the history of Housewives, first of all, also my interview with cousin Courtney, Courtney from RHOA Rhodes, who would have thought that this interview would be the gift that keeps giving because of everything that played out the rest of the season. And now people are saying, you know, Drew came out, there's this, you know, thing that she it was sleeping with Ralph and they're not really cousins. But can I just say, before we even get into that, Drew's performance. Oh, God. Singing God. that song. When Andy was sitting there and Andy said, is he, is she singing this to him? And Ralph is sitting there. It's so I, am, I actually am putting it personally, like Lisa Rinna giving, I mean, Kim Richards giving the bunny back. I didn't think was awkward at all. I loved it. I didn't think it was awkward at all. A little slap down of the Rinna is always good. But this song, I will put it in the top three most like, cringe-worthy reunion moments in Housewives history. I was mortified of this. I, it was a great song, Drew, but I was more, it was so awkward. It's so awkward. It's so awkward, wasn't it? It's was just so weird. The whole thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was a really bizarre reunion. Am I yeah. the only one that has, I mean, I feel bad for Ralph. Am I, am I on the wrong side of history here again? <laughs> am I always on the wrong side of history? No, I feel like you and I are a lot alike in this. Like, I just, I don't know. It's most of the time I find like the group think on the internet is just so way off. Like it's, it's so stupid. Um, I mean, cousin Courtney seemed to imply, and a lot of people imply that like, I think Ralph is really the one that really loved Drew and, 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 and really, you know, is like, why are we doing this for TV? Like we have a real life here. Like this is what, what's going on. And Drew is like, suck it up man nut up and let's do this for the show so you know i don't know i, I felt bad for my boy ralph and courtney's been on your show there was like all these rumors too over the past couple of days that courtney and ralph are hooking up and courtney is ralph's cousin but then courtney came out at the reunion and said they're absolutely not related so i mean what is your take in having interviewed courtney do you think courtney and ralph were having this affair or you it sounds like you're kind of team ralph and you don't think I also interviewed Ralph like a year ago, believe it or not. Oh my God. I want to listen to that. God, I love a good house. Everybody. I love okay. a good house. Husband. Well, well, what's your, you've, t you've talked to these people intimately. Tell us. I mean, I don't think they're hooking up, but man, I'm for it. First of all, by the way, when, you know, I, Ralph is like in my top, I would say five. He's hot. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah. To uh, hands down. Hot. I, I agree. So. I'm all for it. And I think Courtney's pretty. A lot of people don't love Courtney, you know, because she came for Kenya. But I don't think anything's going on between them. But I'm here for it if there is. Um, Lisa and Lenny. And oh, oh, no. Do you know what I want to talk about before Lisa and Lenny? I go. Here we go again. One of your favorite topics, Sarah. Oh, God. Get me wound up. What? Do we love her or has she lost her mind? This week. With Miss Bethany Frankel. <laughs> it's, we, we, we like say the same thing every time. Love her, classic, brilliant, living to her. the beat of your own drummer. Oh, or have you lost your fucking mind? Lost your mind, a hater. Really, talk to us about this story about the makeup and Carol Raswell. 
Well, you know, it's hard because I'm blinded by Carol Roswell. Uh, Carol, to me, is the Jenna Lyons. You know, these women are sort of class acts beyond. I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, but they're sort of part of like this, you know, New York society that's very next upper echelon, you know. And of course, Carol was a well-known ABC producer and journalist. That's where she met, you know, her her husband who passed away, who was a Kennedy. I mean, you know, you're part of the Kennedy, you know, dynasty, darling, which, you know, is not really what it was, obviously. But when Carol met her husband years ago, it was a huge deal. And they were, of course, best friends with John Kennedy Jr. and Carolyn Bissett. And, you know, it was just, anyway, I set the scene like that because to, Carol has, I think, a level of class and dignity and all the stuff that I think Bethany just doesn't have, never will have, kind of wants to have. Um, you know, I agree with Carol. It's like Bethany goes to TJ Maxx, brings all the makeup. And I think that was a very noble thing, right? Is like Bethany does get thousands and thousands of dollars from every makeup company. And I bet they, I would love it. Like if Bethany brought me a huge Ziploc bag of like, you know, I mean, Mac products, I'd be like, oh, I'm obsessed, you know? But the thing with Bethany is it always has to be, it's always about Bethany. There is no good deed that that is just done. You know, it's always filmed. It's always talked about. And Carol goes, oh, white savior complex. Here we go. You know, she can't wait to film it and go in and how she needs all that praise. And then of course, Bethany cuffs back and goes, Oh, and some people have labeled me white savior complex because they love using big woke words. And, you know, um, if you do anything outside the box, you're labeled, you know, racist or transphobe or this. Now that, see, this is where I always get caught with Bethany because I'm like, I agree with that now. Like anything, if you do anything that the internet doesn't like, you, you're you given a label of whatever, you know, xenophobe, this. I'm that. racist because Nene Leakes is not, oh. her time is over. I think she's a loud mouth. I don't and like her. I and I think her lawsuit is bullshit. So apparently I'm racist. Oh, and you're question, and, oh apparently. if you question anything in a movement, you know, you're labeled this and that and you're this. So I, that's where I agree with Bethany. But, you know, I do think at the end of the day, and I mean, Carol just keeps going like Carol. She clapped back. She clapped back. Carol's like, oh, please. You know, white savior complex is a word that's been around for 100 years, basically implying Bethany's not very bright, which Carol said numerous times. Way before Karen's, you know, and, um, it, you know, it basically implies that this person comes in, can't wait to save, you know, people that are beneath her. And, you know, they obviously hate each other. Uh, and then, of course, Ebony came out this week, has done some interviews. Ebony K. Williams, your friend, and essentially has just said, I don't believe she's sincere. I just don't believe she's sincere. If she was sincere, I think she'd be doing a lot more behind the scenes and, you know, bringing these stories of racism and misogyny and sexism and, and, you know, homophobia and all this stuff to light. She really isn't. I don't know. What do you and think? Ebony also that? said, well, Ebony also said like, you know, I think this is a great cause, the reality reckoning, yes, but I feel the right person should lead this. And I'm not so sure Bethany is necessarily the right person to lead. This is pretty much what my friend Ebony K. Williams said. I do love Ebony. I will always love Ebony, period. Just that's what it is. I love her. Um, I know her. I think she's great. Um, by the way, I mean, I know I just had Bethany's attorney, Mark Garagos, on, which, but that was, you know, a week is a week. That was earlier this week. What is going on with the reality reckoning? Like, to me, every day is like hours. Like, look, we all go down a road in the entertainment business, right? Like people have a new show. They promote it. They promote it. They promote it at last one episode. You never hear about it again. They're on to something else. That is how this crazy business works, right? You're in the business. So if you're going to ask me about a show I was promoting three days ago, I'm over it because so just because Mark Garagos was just on and I love him, I would love him back. What is going on today with the reality reckoning? You haven't heard about it in like a week. If you guys are anything like me, you love the summer, but listen, things get a little laid back in the summer, right? Now that it's fall, like I am so in the zone on everything, work, eating healthy and working out. And now that I'm back to a routine, I don't know. I found myself getting bored very quickly with my workout. And that's when I turned to Peloton. A workout shouldn't be boring, right? Especially if you're spending a bunch of money on it. Enter the Peloton bike. I love my Peloton bike. 
It motivates me and it keeps my workouts never feeling routine. They have an endless amount of variety with their exercise options. And Peloton is not just a class. I find myself getting so into these workouts. I'm like whooping along at the top of my lungs like I'm obsessed. I've turned all my friends onto Peloton. And listen, it's not a fitness fad. It actually works. Do you know that 90% of Peloton households that join at the start of the year are still active 12 months later? Listen, if you're unsure, try Peloton Bike or Bike Plus free for 30 days. Not right? Just return it and get a full refund. So find your zone with a 30-day worry-free home trial of Peloton Bikes. Visit onepeloton.com slash home trial. Honey love, I don't wear their shapewear, their bras, or any of their other products. I have no problem with a man wearing women's shapewear, but I've sent them to all of our regular co-hosts, Sarah Frazier, Rachel Yucatel, and everyone I've sent Honey Love to says the same thing. Their bras are the most comfortable bras they've ever worn. Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. Listen, ladies, you know how your traditional bras have that uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap the heat? Well, Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabrics that's so soft, it feels like a second skin. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. It's so next level comfortable, you'll forget you're actually wearing a bra. Their best seller is the crossover bra. And trust me, if you try this, it's going to be your new you go to. You'll never wear another bra again. So treat yourself to the best shape we're on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. Honeylove.com slash velvet. Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot girl season thanks to Honeylove. Well, maybe you can explain more of this because you just had Mark on who is representing Bethany and this lawsuit. I mean, lawsuits take time, right? I mean, They do, they do. I know. Litigation takes time. However, to your point, and I look, I agree with Bethany and Ebony. I mean, this Bethany's right. I mean, there needs to be a reality TV show union, a hundred percent. It just doesn't seem like, I mean, do we, to this day, do we know anybody else that's really on Bethany's team? I guess, aside from Rachel Levis. Mr. Garagos. Do we know anyone? Tell, tell us what Mark said. Well, listen. Mr. Garagos is a lawyer. David from behind the velvet rope had 30 minutes. That's it. So you better. So I started out by saying I need like four hours of your time. First of all, second of all, he had questions for me because I mean, as a reality TV expert about, oh, the whole first 10 minutes was all about me. And like, how does this work? Look, he's a very, he says like, this isn't my area of expertise. Like he's, you know, he represented Chris, Chris Brown and Winona Ryder and he, like, he's criminal defense. So he said like, maybe I could learn something from you from this. I'm like, man, uh, we just wasted 10 of the 20, 30 minutes talking about me. I don't want to fucking talk about me. So then he's also trying to get the Menendez brothers out of jail, which I find so interesting. I was yeah, like, I could talk to you. Right. I was like, I could talk to you about that. But everyone listening wants me to shut my fucking mouth and they only want to talk about Bethany. So we got to get right to Bethany. So I had to choose my questions wisely. I found a couple of questions very interesting. Like, talk to me because people think that Bethany's, this is, these are disgruntled employees, right? You're fired. You're joining Bethany's cause. It's clear Brandy might never be back. Kelly Dodd, she ain't never going back on Bravo. So all the people that are never going back on Bravo, I would think would want to go join Bethany, right? Why not? Like you have nothing to lose. Tell me. And he said, in no uncertain terms, there are people that are currently on Bravo that have called us. So I find that interesting. All right. Well, so, maybe. So, so maybe he says. So he says. Right. So he says, but you know what it is to me, this undertaking. And then I also, my also thing is like, talk to me about Andy Cohn. Like, could he lose his job? Could there be a civil lawsuit? Like, talk to me about this. I find that interesting. What, what One of the most interesting things, which he's like, we're just getting into. I said, are you into the contracts yet? To me, the Bethany clause. These are my questions. And Mark was like, oh my God, slow down. I'm like, let me tell you, here, here are my, this is literally, you got to go listen to the interview. I'm like, here are my questions about the Bethany clause. Okay. When you're on the show and you sign this, is this in perpetuity or is this just when you're on the show? I'm on the show for a year. I have a little bit of fame. I get fired after being a housewife for one year. I come up with a product a year later. It's as brilliant as Skinny Girl. I sell it for $100 million. 
IO Bravo a percentage because it was on there for a year. Is that true? Does this extend to everything? I'm at a nightclub for the night, $10,000. Do I have to pay? Does it extend to the Countess's Cabaret? I understand the product. Does it extend to everything else? Does it extend to like you come up with a product after, right? Like after you're on the show. I just had so many questions about the Bethany clause. And he was like, we're just getting into the contracts. I'm like, oh my God. But I almost think that this undertaking is more, is a bigger undertaking than be strong. Like be strong, you you control it. If you have money and people can donate, I'm not saying, please, I am not putting down be strong and flying planes and you're giving relief. But that's like you can hire people and get people to donate time. And that's a big undertaking, but at least you could understand it. This to me is like, it's so like, and I said to Mark, what is the goal of this? Is it money? Is it residuals? Is it a union? Is it all of the above? Is it, in, in, is it changing the contracts? Is it, you know, better yeah. working conditions? There's so much to this. I'm like, that's, I, I, I left my interview. I loved Mark. Mm-hmm. I left my interview with more questions than I, than I had. Maybe it's going well. I mean, that's the thing with Bethany, right? Is you just can't, I mean, she always says never bet against me. I mean, she, she's right. I mean, she, it's monumental what she's done in her career. And oftentimes I tune in and I agree a hundred percent with so many things that she says and does. And uh, I've said it from the start. I mean, she's absolutely right. There needs to be a union and, you know, she says that they're going to get to every network. This is always my thing because you guys know I work so closely with TLC. I mean, it's mind blowing to me that I hope some TLC members, cast people have been in touch with her. I mean, if you knew what some of these people on incredibly popular shows make, it's criminal compared to the ratings and the um, the insane amount of money that the TLC network is making off these people. I mean, it, the ratio is just, it's un freaking believable and they get no health benefits they get no retirement i i I mean maybe i don't even know if there's a workman's comp although that might be dependent upon state per state that's Um, what i'm saying there's just there's a lot criminal so i hope you know and you're right i guess rome wasn't built in a day and you think about the sag after unions they started in 19 in the 30s you know so they've had we're going on almost a hundred years of these unions for actors. So they have such a huge heads up or leap ahead. So I think this is Bethany's legacy. It's going to take a long time, but boy, if she can pull this off, right. I mean, be huge. You're all for it, huh? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, these people need it a hundred percent. I mean, a hundred percent, you know, there's, there's absolutely. I mean, you ought to at least be able to get a retirement. I mean, I'm a member of SAG. You ought to at least qualify for your health insurance if you work. You ought to be able to work for a retirement. You ought to be able to have, you know, right to workman's comp if you're injured. I mean, these people are encouraged. Well, I don't care what they say. You know, they're not discouraged to fight. You know what we never talked about also, which I just all when we were talking about Tom Sandoval, is the fact that his, um, the owner of Schwartz and Sandy's, um, did not film and would not film for the show and does not want Tom in the, um, does not want Tom in the, um, the restaurant. Why do you think that is? I don't know, but you know what? We just got a burning alert sent to me. Really? I did too. I know where you're going with this. I just saw the door. Yeah. Arrested for DUI. Shannon Bedore, well, Kelly Dodd just said this. She just said, uh, you know, that she was <laughs> a drunk. Um, she just called Shannon a drunk. She was right. Arrested for DUI, hit and run, struck house in Newport Beach. It just got a lot rougher. The reality star got busted for driving drunk this weekend. The Real Housewives of Orange County drove her car onto a residential property in Newport Beach. Oh, wow. Clipped the house. Okay, Shannon. We're told Bedore then turned back onto the road and kept going before parking her vehicle in the middle of the street and getting out with her dog. So she got out. Sources say she tried to act like she was taking a walk when police arrived after receiving a 911 call. We're told she wasn't fooling anyone. She appeared wasted. She was taken into custody. Cops seized her car. So she drove the car onto the lawn, clipped the house, drove it into the street, and I guess said, I'm drunk. I better get out. So that was smart. 
and then I guess just left the car there. Cops also seized her car. Oh, yes. Uh, they looked at uh, a rep for Newport Beach PD said she was booked for two misdemeanors, hit and run and DUI. Oh, wow. She was signed and released without bond. She was not filming with Bravo before the arrest. The show's not in production. No kidding. Um, Why the fuck was she released without bond? I, I have no idea. This is no, crazy. I do. It's this stupid California crap that they're trying to do where they're, you know, not bonding people. That's such bull. She should have been held and had a hundred thousand dollar bond. I mean, that's crazy. They're doing this crap, trying all this stuff in California. And it's not working. <clears throat> don't, um, get, don't even get me started. Um, don't even get you started. You're about to go on a ramp, but this yeah, is I the am thing. to go on a crime ramp because these cities, it's absolutely fucking insane. And people feel like they can steal, they can drink and drive, they can do drugs. There's absolutely zero consequence. Well, zero. Erica Jane just said that she thinks Sutton has a drinking problem. I think Shannon has a drinking problem. We know I think Sonia yeah, Morgan Shannon has a does. drinking problem. You know, also might have a little I, bit of a drinking problem, oh. a little. And by the way, no criticism, because I love to, there's a difference between like drinking and drinking, right? Like I don't have a drinking problem. I went cold turkey during uh, whatever COVID and I would never drive a car drunk. I don't drive. But also after three martinis, that's when I'm like, girl, you're not safe. You get her getting that over and get home. Um, I think Taylor Armstrong, maybe a little, just a little. Just a oh, little. Yeah. Sonia number one, though. Someone's got to look up look up Sonia Morgan. Um, it's sad. These women, you know, it's sad about Shannon and Sonia as well. All of them. I mean, Shannon has three girls that are looking up to her that are in a pivotal age in their teenage years heading to college. And it's sad. Their mom, their mom has a, has a problem. It's really it's like, that's awful. I mean, that stays with your kids forever. And it's not, look, you know, this, you have alcoholic friends in recovery and <laughs> some that are, I mean, alcoholism is a disease. I mean, you know, you can't just turn yeah, it off. No, no criticism. No, criticism. no, of course not. It's, it's, you know, but there comes a, it, some people can never stop, but you know, it's sad that that disease is so, it's so powerful that, you know, I'm sure Shannon's been like this for years trying to raise those girls. I mean, that's, that's horrible. Like, you know, it's going to stay with your kids forever. That's awful. I wish her, you know, uh, hopefully, thank God she didn't hurt anybody. I, I have no idea why these people are not held on bond. It's absolute bullshit. And, um, hopefully Sarah's we'll, not, uh, not feeling no, the this, crime here is the crime here is not, not feeling the liberal bullshit today. No, I'm not. I, I, I appreciate that liberal district attorney's offices have tried different things because they, they feel that some of the practices, um, racially profile people. I appreciate that. We should work towards a more equal society, which we are doing, but this no bond doesn't work. The crime in these cities from Washington, DC to New York city, your town, it, it's unbelievable. No, it's and it's not working. So try something else. Go back to bo heavy bonds. Okay, Sarah. Um, <laughs> New York is no better. You, you know where there's no crime? Right I here in my backyard. People are going um, to be in my hands. No bond. You know, the bond doesn't work because most people who are arrested don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. And that's because of society. All right. Well, hit me in my DMs so we can agree to disagree. No disagree with her. By the way, I'm also, you know, not the most liberal, even though everyone thinks I am, but I will always, always yeah, support, I, I will always oh, yeah. support human rights and I will always support my trans brothers and sisters. But, um, we yeah, as far, as far as this, as far as this, yeah, lock everyone up and throw Shannon away Bedore the key. should still be in jail. Lock them up and throw somebody. away the key. I agree with you. Clean up the streets. When you're breaking, now, yo, everyone's David's so nice. Eh? Now you got me riled up. When everyone's breaking into fucking Saks Fifth Avenue and looting, disgusting, disgusting. Okay, anyway, let me say something. You got me riled up now, okay? Um, Lisa and Lenny, they're a little riled up too. Lisa and Lenny. Lenny, you Lenny, really, Lenny. You follow these guys. So a lot of people, What was I Lenny kind of throwing it in her face? Was he like cooking dinner with the kids or something in the home that they lived in? And everybody thought he was like- Well, listen, Lisa has had to finally move out of that house. I've said it before. When it comes to houses, I, a lot of them are not my style- um, this is possibly maybe the number one house that I can think of in housewives 
the world. Like this is, I, I love the house. It's my style. I also love Angie Kay's house from uh, Salt Lake. Oh, really? I get it. Um, and I love my good friend Elise Lane's apartment. Really nice. Although we never saw that on the show. But so Lisa finally had to move out of the house. And apparently she wanted to take the plants. And there was a big problem over this. Listen, divorce gets messy. You know, divorce gets messy. So she's finally out of the house. The plant guy, I guess, spoke up and said, you know, those were her plans. She should take them. She thanked him. Lenny was like, I've been left with nothing but, you know, napkins and paper. You know, people were like, it seems like you have more than that, Lenny. I love how these people, like you say, you and I are always shocked when someone claps back on social media. Lenny's like, um, basically came for people. But he also, yes, posted the kids in the house like, oh, what a beautiful home. And he said, best chef in the world and tagged the new 28-year-old, not girlfriend, fiance, Catalina, fiance. So it's just messy. These two are just, it's not getting any better. Yeah, it seems like such a messy, contentious divorce. And oh, yeah, I mean, God, they must be both consumed with like hate towards each other. It just seems like a lot, you know. Um, it's it does seem like a lot. It's all going to be on the next season of R.H.O.M. Uh, you know, who's not so thrilled with me is Captain Lee. Apparently, Mr. Lee has listened to my interview with Aisha. I had Aisha Scott on. And um, she made, this is earlier this year, but she made some claims. I just re-released it about, uh, you know, Captain Lee, it was his time. He was too old to be, you know, driving the boat. Well, apparently now that he has a podcast, Mr. Lee listened to this interview and has commented that he is not pleased with Aisha's comments on the Behind the Velvet Row podcast. So I just want to say thank you, Captain Lee, for shouting out the Behind the Velvet Row podcast on your podcast. And now I am returning the favor, my friend. Um, where do you want to go? Anything, anything we haven't covered? Um, I'll throw a bunch of things out and you tell me what's most interesting. Yeah. Do you care about any updates with Kim and Croy and Kim Zolciak heading back to reality TV? It's so... Uh, well, I find it, look, I mean, I stand by what I said, that I don't think Kim Zolciak will ever be back on. I think you're right. Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't even think Kim Zolciak would be chosen for girls trip. I think she would possibly be chosen for girls trip. I mean, like Kelly Dodd ain't never being chosen for girls trip. Ebony just did an interview where she said she doesn't think she's ever being chosen for Girls Trip, although I think Ebony would be great. I could see maybe Kim on Girls Trip. Never going to be on Atlanta Housewives again. Um, Agreed. Right. She's, it's, too, it's too much. It's, the, it's have, too have much. You, it's too messy, right? It's too messy. She is going to go to Surreal Life on MTV. They've resurrected that show. Great. And, for uh, Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, is going to be on My that. boy, Johnny Ware. Johnny Ware is going to be yes. a Johnny, Johnny hysterical. Uh, so she is going back to that. And they were filming down, I don't know, Bahamas. It wasn't the Bahamas, but it was somewhere down in an island. They were down there for a couple of weeks. She's she's filmed that. Uh, now they're back getting divorced. I mean, are you, you know, when this happened, there was a lot of interest. Yet now it doesn't seem like people care as much. Do you think, do you think the interest is fading for Kim and Croy? Well, here's the thing. I mean, Croy has doubled down saying like, you know, she's crazy and dangerous. Here's my thing. couple of things. Whatever you got paid for surreal life, let's just say 250000 I'm just going to throw that out there. What are you doing with that money? I, I want to know, okay, $250,000. What is that? Like one thirty-five. Let's say one forty after taxes. So girl- you got to set aside, you got to set aside this portion for taxes. Tax man is coming. You have $140,000 now. I, if I were Kim, this is where like these people make no sense to me. You have to now prioritize. Now, do you owe taxes? Yes. I would take the whole 140 and go right there. But like, let's look at the debts. The girl pay off some of the debts now. I'm just trying to help Kim. Um, I have no interest really. I just think it's I like, know. it's so... Ugh. That, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Should I, I be yeah, more positive? I, I guess, no, I mean, I just think she's a person now. I don't have any empathy for any of them. You know, Croy, the house is headed back to foreclosure. Croy wants to sell it because it's valued somewhere around $3 million, which apparently would pay off a, a big chunk of their debt. Sounds like Got him's it. fighting that. 
I, why Kim is fight? I mean, Kim's just such not a likable person. And I think 10 years ago when we first saw her, you know, I mean, she was likable. She was kind of represented this like white trash character that, you know, everybody knew, right? Like either you had a family member like Kim that was <laughs> money hungry, hooking up with a big daddy. I mean, you know, it was realer. Now it's just so fake. And she comes on her social media and how much money she still has. And everybody knows again, she's another one, not a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, but we still pretend like, you know, we still front like it's like, uh, yeah, I just I don't have any interest either. Like if we never even talked about them again, I'd be fine. Like I don't even find anything interesting. And honestly, like there are houses, I'm sure, in Atlanta worth eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollars that are probably nice. I'm sure there are houses for seven hundred and forty thousand dollars that are nice, even one million. Like, but why are we in a three million dollar house? Right. Like this house should have been sold. Ten years ago, years but ago. All, right? Yeah. Like you have something now, mind you. God only knows what the damn mortgage is on it. You'll probably end up with nothing. But this is why I just don't have sympathy. And yeah, what else you got? Um. Okay. We have. Let's let's hit some other quick things that we you know. What I could throw out. Throw it out. Throw it out. I could throw out BravoCon coming up. The first Wifetime Achievement Award in history is going to listen. This is Vicky's life. This is Vicky's life. And I say this again. I'm not being a troll. I say this. She was on the show. She got fired. She had a complete breakdown. Could not believe at the reunion when they brought her out just for her segment. Disgusted that she created this show. She was off the show. She had a podcast. I went on the podcast. Everyone should listen to me on Vicky's podcast. I was counseling her on the damn podcast about the five stages of grief and getting over the fact that she was fired and that it was okay. She was, she never recovered. Now she's back as a friend of, there is a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk that Vicky might be coming back full time to I could see housewives that. and she's getting the first lifetime achievement award. So you know what, Miss Victoria Gumbelson, this is your life. This, this really matters to you. And I am not being a troll. Like I am not being sarcastic, like good for Vicky. Good for her. Okay. Like just great. Like what a, what a coming back moment, right? Like you're back on the show. You might be full time. You took the friend role. You put on your big girl pants and put your dignity away. And now to get the first lifetime achievement award, I mean, there's going to be a standing ovation. I mean, she's going to make a speech, right? What a moment for Victoria. Really? She's played it well. I mean, she's played it well. And I do find that interesting. Don't you find it interesting who... I don't know who's knocked down and gets back up or who Bravo resurrects who they don't like, you know, for your, for example, like your friend Ebony, right? I don't know. It's it's just interesting, like who they, I don't know who they pick. And maybe because Vicky, you know, has this longevity, but I mean, even like Kelly Dodd, we'll never see again, probably never. like you said, Kim Zolciak. Maybe we'll see on a girl's trip, but you'll probably never see again on RHOA. I mean, it's interesting who they'll keep at and then who they'll like never and sometimes it comes out of nowhere. I mean, listen. Right. That Taylor Armstrong, she needed a drink of water. She needed a drink of water for a lot of years. She wanted that water. There was a little bit of a thirst. She needed some water to quench the thirst. And then they throw her on the girls trip. And now she's the first one to change franchises. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it is. Listen, I think, yeah, to, to your point, it is interesting well, you know what it is? I think when you just get too sloppy, like Nene, never. Bethany, never. Nothing. Kelly Dodd, no, I'm sorry. She's too, it's too much with Drunk Rise. I don't have a problem with the hat and all this other stuff. For the network, no. Carol Razowell, I'm granted, Carol doesn't want it, but it doesn't matter. You're, you're going to be too difficult. And when you, hi, Carol, the patriarchy, the patriarchy, click. <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes, you know. Adrian. Think about it. Think about it. It's like, if you think about, well, that's what she, she would say if she got the call. Think about it. It's like you and me are the equivalent of Bravo. We are running a network. I am running a network here. You are running a network. People are like, why don't you have this one on to cover this show? Guys, this one, this idea of yours, let me tell you what that would be every week. Oh, I don't have the time. So it's like, that's yeah. how it is. You don't want it too messy. You don't want it too sloppy. And you don't want it too high maintenance. It doesn't mean they're not great TV or a great person. So yeah, I think the key is like Vicky never 
really, she said a few things, but she never said, she never went dark. She never went there. Same with Tamara. That's why she's like, same all those years with Taylor. Same with the, the housewives of RHOM. They tried for 10 years. So I think the key, you're right though, Sarah, it's very interesting who we bring back and resurrect. I mean, Phaedra, Phaedra's now girl's trip to another girl's trip to now she's on Married to the Medicine. I mean, I don't know about you, girl, but I haven't been excited about Married to Medicine in years. And I've had a lot of them on with all due respect. I'm going to be watching Miss Phaedra Parks on Married to Medicine. Hell yes. I know it is. It is fascinating. So I don't know if you can, you know, you think Lisa Renna, it'll be, maybe they'll bring Renna back in years, but will the show still, will the show still be on then? I don't know. I mean, I don't think the door is closed for Renna. I really don't. No, I don't think so either. I, I think you're right. Renna, Renna could definitely be back in the next couple of years. Um, I know you do a lot of this on your Patreon, but New Jersey, you know, Joe Gorga has become an ordained minister. Drita from uh, Mob Wives is coming after Monica on Real Housewives of Salt Lake, saying she's a rat. You're a rat. You know, for um, ratting Guess out. Guess what? Yeah. Tomorrow on Patreon, yeah, I have a lot. I'm going to be spilling a lot of tea on Jersey. I'm going to be doing a lot of Jersey on the Patreon. I've decided. Okay. Um, you should. Joe married his two um, Melissa's cousin, which is his cousin. Yes, we had a gay wedding in the Gorga family. Good for Joe. He also just taught his son the meaning of life. Joe has not blocked him, even though Melissa has. They were on the way to buy the kid, Gino, uh, a gold necklace uh, for, I forgot which birthday. And I guess there was a problem at one of the job sites. They said emergency. Joe Gorga pulled over the car, put Gino to work, filmed the whole thing, because that's what we do during an emergency, and said, look at I'm teaching my boy the power of hard work before I go and buy him the gold diamond chain that he wants for his birthday. Okay. Then he showed them buying the chain. Oh, yeah, right. Drita said Monica's a rat. Drita has woken up from mob wives and she wants nothing to do with mob wives, but she's very upset with Monica is that Monica's a rat. She ratted out Jen, Jen Shaw. And so she had a million rat emojis. Um, Harris. Come on the podcast, Trita. You know I want you. I had Renee and I had Karen. I want you, girl. Um, Renee Graziano's been on my show, too. She's a good I interview. Love, I love Yeah, she's a good interview. What else do we have? I mean, have we I covered like everything? It's a wrap. We've, we've covered a lot. Oh, my God. We've covered every franchise. I know you guys want us to go on forever, but there's only so much David and Sarah you can buy. We're going to say Waterboy for 15% off with code VELVET. It does help your hangover. And I think we're going to say the Sarah Fraser show in back of her for everyone watching on YouTube. She's got Go a She's got all this stuff. She has an Amazon store. God, you are. Are you becoming too big for me, Miss Fraser? Never, never. People love our collabs. I love our collabs. No, and I've learned so much from. I've learned from the best, honey. Our collabs are not going to stop anytime soon. Oh, and guess what? So no. you know all the noise. You can keep it. When she goes on her maternity leave, when she gets pregnant, she's going to give us nine months notice. And then Sarah will be on a maternity leave for a month, she tells me. A month and a half. You need to be ready for six weeks. Guess what? You need to plan. Guess what we're (laughs) going to do? I'll tell you right now what the plan is. We're going to have a very special guest when you're gone. The (laughs) one, the only, David Yontaf, just (laughs) David. All the greats, all the greats do solo shows, all of them. They do, 100%. People in our business that do a solo show, I'm going to be explaining on Patreon why I might be bringing the solo show back. But we also have Melissa Rivers. We have Rachel, you could tell. We have Catherine Edwards. We have Carlos King. We have so many people we can pull from. And we have a lot of mystery people. But I think it's good at that. But Sarah, give us nine months notice, please. I will, honey. You know it. You know it. All right, David, at the Sarah Fraser Show. Love you much. You're a superstar. You are a superstar, girl. You are. I'm obsessed with you. I love Mm -mm. you. I love that we just like agree to disagree at times that we have similar thoughts. It's just so great. I just, and I love our audience. Like people slide in our DMs. I feel like the positivity way outweighs the negative. Yes, we have some haters, but you know, I mean, anyone good has haters. Okay. I mean, you haven't made it, girl. If all your reviews are five stars and on all that, guess what? Your three friends are listening and they just keep leaving the same review. Think about yeah. that as we sign off. Not keep in ours. touch. Check out our reviews, okay? And they really vary from one star to if I could give this podcast zero stars, I will, to five. You know, I mean, we really have the game. Five stars, baby. Five it's stars. A five. It's a five. All right, David, love you. All right, keep in touch. Bye. 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 
Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.